This, this is, is the Mike, Mike DJ, DJ Kelly, Kelly podcast. podcast. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. Mike Kelly. So here we go with podcast number 11 of the amazing April shorter than short Mike DJ Kelly podcast show, which includes news and stories that the others leave well alone. On this week's podcast. Coming up, Dominoes, Morrisons, Triple Nine Five Five, Cornwall Whinging, Book Reviews, Pregnant Women, Bovine Dating, and a whole lot more. Golly gosh. If you want to get in touch about anything to do with the podcast show, please use either of the following to contact us. Email hello at mikedjkelly.co.uk or on Twitter at mikekellydisco. And don't forget, in case you missed my tweets about new versions of the podcast being available, you can always get the Mike DJ Kelly podcast by going to iTunes or Spotify and searching Mike DJ Kelly. It's time for a competition. Let's kick off with our guest, the celebrity with a birthday around this time of year. Who is this? Born on the 2nd of May, 1949, and originally from Ilkley. Studied for a City and Guilds course in horticulture at Shipley. Is a well-known TV presenter, famous for working with Charlie and Tommy on Ground Force. Can now be seen on a TV commercial for life insurance and saying the line, One day, I will be pushing up the daisies. Who is he? Is, is that, that true? true? I see Morrison's is to introduce paper bags as an alternative to plastic carrier bags, but is planning to charge 10p for them. The 10p charge was introduced by the coalition government to stop the use of plastics. So why the charge for a paper bag is my question. It must also be remembered plastic bags, when introduced many years ago, it was on the basis of saving trees. What's happened to all that? To be fair to Morrison's, I did hear about an initiative they're now running in all their stores, which is their Quiet Hour, which takes place every Saturday in all stores from 9 till 10 a.m. This new initiative has been created with the support of a National Autistic Society. Many people who are autistic or those with autistic children can find shopping in a supermarket an anxious experience. Having carried out a trial earlier in the year in their Lincoln, Woking and Gainsborough stores, they identified improvements that could be made as well as the best time for the quiet hour to take place. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. So let's get on to Tudder the bovine dating app, which has a 4.3 score on the download sites. So how is this Tinder-like dating app scoring with UK bulls, buffaloes and cows? Tudder, a new swipe-led matchmaking app, helping farm animals across the UK find breeding partners in the quest for moor love. The app, designed by Sell My Livestock, seeks to unite sheepish farm animals with their soulmates, featuring data, data profiles of farm animals from over 42,000 farms across the UK. According to what I hear, it's proving successful as it cuts down on a lot of the travel time to see what possible mates are like at distant locations. This podcast is available on iTunes, Mixcloud.com, Popbean.com, and from my friend Alexa. Visit Cornwall has been whinging in the news this week. You may have seen it. They claim that weather forecasters, especially BBC weather forecasters, keep standing in front of and blocking vision of Cornwall during their forecasts. They've also asked if advanced forecasts of long periods of heavy rain during the busy tourist season can be watered down. 
I remember in a former life when the head of Scarborough Tourism rang me up and asked if I would stop saying wet driving conditions around the East Coast and suggested I might say liquid sunshine around the East Coast today. So for those that do not know the Key Club, it is a rock and alternative venue in Leeds. It features indie, pop punk, rock and alternative club nights and a number of international UK and regional touring acts from the rock, indie, metal, pop punk, goth, hardcore, grunge and alternative genres. It's also the venue where one of our shorter than short listeners gained a black eye a couple of Tuesdays ago. Golly gosh. Do get in touch about anything to do with the podcast show. Please use either of the following to contact us. Email hello at mikedjkelly.co.uk or on Twitter at MikeKellyDisco. Is, is that, that true? true? It looks like fraud is the next big issue that needs sorting according to stories doing the rounds on media. In The Independent it said the British public are being left at risk of fraud and victims are being failed because many forces do not consider it a priority. The police watchdog has found in a new report. One officer told HM Inspector of Constabulary that despite people being more likely to fall victim to fraud than any other crime, it was falling behind other fences because it does not bang, bleed or shout. The report warned of a disjointed and ineffective response across England and Wales and condemned the lack of a national strategy when some people are losing their entire life savings. If you find yourself a victim of fraud, the police will not take the details, but will instead tell you to contact Action Fraud at actionfraud.police.uk or by calling 0300 123 2040. They then take the details of the fraud and pass it to the local police for the area of the crime to chase. But due to the lack of a definite plan and a lack of resources, many police forces do not follow up on the cases and they are left unsolved. This is bad for the victims as they do not get any money back and it sends a clear sign to the fraudsters to carry on doing it as no one will try and catch you. Quick question, are rich people's opinions more important than those of poor people? I suppose it's a bit like, are the comments of someone with lots of followers on Facebook or Twitter more important than someone with a few followers? I mentioned before that I bought Martin Kellner's Wisdom Sports book, Sit Down and Cheer, A History of Sport on TV, on eBay, only to discover this second-hand hardback version has an official St. Helens library stamp in it. Anyway, I have finished reading it, and for a person not interested in sport, me, it was a really good read. I'm sure anyone who likes sport will get even more from it. It was very well researched, lots of history from the last 50 years, and covers, amongst other things, nobody knowing what they are doing, one-handed snacks, betting and betting shops, and satellite dishes. A few years ago, I read Martin's other book, When Will I Be Famous?, an equally good book which goes around the clubs, pubs, functions and shows of our land exploring those crazy folk out there entertaining us. Just had a quick look on eBay to see if there are any more books by this author, only to find occasional mentions of one called A Football Junkie, which might be a bit much for a non-sports fan, and a DVD called Yorkshire Crafts and Traditions, Volume 1, 2005. Martin Kellner, if only we had a DVD player. It's time for a competition. Competition time. Go on, have a go. You know you want to. No prizes, but what song are these lines from? 
She just can't be chained to a life where nothing's gained or nothing lost at such a cost. Those lines again. She just can't be chained to a life where nothing's gained or nothing's lost at such a cost. On this week's podcast. Still to come on the Shorter Than Short podcast, Dominoes, Triple Nine Five Five, Pregnant Women, Biggest Doesn't Always Mean Best, and a whole lot more. There is, at the moment, an advert on TV which features two women in an urgent situation heading to the maternity hospital. The passenger in the car is acting as if she's on the verge of giving birth. When they arrive at the hospital, they park in an empty car park outside the hospital front door. Now, come on, Vauxhall. There must be some Ofcom or ASA rules that adverts must reflect real life. When does anybody go to a hospital and find an empty car park? This is the short of the short podcast. It's amazing what you don't know. A campaign has been launched to raise awareness of how to call 999 when you're too frightened to speak out loud. The Independent Office for Police Conduct Watchdog warns it is not true that a silent 99 call will alone automatically bring help. Around 5,000 of the 20,000 silent 99 calls made daily are put through to an automated system. Callers are then led through a series of prompts and asked to press 55 to confirm there is a genuine emergency. The system has been in operation since 2002, but police say many callers don't understand it or use it correctly. The police say it's always best to actually speak to a police call handler if you can. Even if by whispering, but if you are putting yourself or someone else in danger by making a sound, there is something you can do. Make yourself heard by coughing, tapping the handset, or once prompted by the automated system by pressing 55. At this point, better say well done to Tom on passing his driving test. Despite turning up a week early in the instructor's car to take it, after passing on the correct date, he was texted by his sister asking when he was getting a car as they wanted a lift to Ikea. Golly gosh. Recently on our top 10 on BCB 106.6 FM, we had Jill, Julie and Simon talking about the indie film Once a Year on Blackpool Beach. Very interesting and worth a listen. You can find it on the Listen Again button on the BCB website. So is Biggest Best, or do we just think that if it is the biggest, it's got to be the best? I mean, we are bombarded with adverts telling us about the biggest and best suppliers and retailers for broadband, mobile networks, electrical goods, restaurants, supermarkets, and so on. Just a personal view, but I find I get better service and sometimes better value at smaller shops and stores. I know for a fact if my fruit and veg comes to £25.50 in the market, they round it down to £25. If I go to my local butchers and ask how to cook something, they talk you through it. If I go into a major supermarket chain on a weekly basis and the bill was £20 and a penny, they never round it down. They always want the exact amounts. And on a slightly different note, why has Aldi started locking bottles of spirits away? So now you have to order the bottle you want with the cashier, who then has to leave their position to go get one. But it'll be fun at Christmas. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. This week's charity is the Samaritans, which was founded in 1953 by Chad Vara, a vicar in the Church of England Diocese of London. 
The Samaritans is a registered charity aimed at providing emotional support to anyone in emotional distress, struggling to cope or at risk of suicide throughout the United Kingdom and Ireland. Being a Samaritan means being there for people who need someone to listen. Last year, over 20,000 people volunteered their time with them. Every six seconds, they respond to a call for help. No judgment, no pressure. They are for anyone who needs someone. Whatever you're going through, a Samaritan will face it with you. They are there 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Contact them by calling 116123 for three, or see more info and contact details at the website at samaritans.org. This is the Popped into a pub that I don't normally go into the other day, and they had a little free-to-use library. So while drinking, skimmed a book about Arthur Lowe. Yes, that's Captain George Mannering to you. I never realised that he was also Leonard Swindley in Coronation Street. Leonard Swindley, known simply as... Mr. Swindley, to most people, was a lay preacher for the Glad Tidings Mission Hall, a local missionary church on Coronation Street, and chairman of the committee. Swindley came from a family of drapers and had inherited his shop, Swindley's Emporium, from his father. The clothes store situated on Victoria Street, now the home to Roy's Rolls, and originally employing Emily Nugent. This podcast is available on iTunes, Mixcloud.com, Popbean.com, and from my friend Alexa. If you want to get in touch with this top-rated, much-listened-to podcast, please contact, email, hello at mikedjkelly.co.uk or on Twitter at MikeKellyDisco. Indeed, if you want a podcast making for your business or need any help with radio producer or presentation work, please get in touch. Almost out of time. Okay, I'm lying. It's a podcast. I can go on for as long as I want. But before we go, how do you relax? I think my favourite is playing dominoes in the pub on a Monday afternoon with the family. It's almost like the extended family are in on it as I take my late dad's old green tinned box of woodbine dominoes. Worth 40 quid on eBay, you know. They do have the odd floor, like the 6.5 is a bit faded and can look, depending on the sunlight, like 6 blank. Okay, it is time to go. Guess the celebrity, born on the 2nd of May 1949 and famous for working with Charlie and Tommy on Ground Force and can now be seen on a TV commercial saying the line, One day I will be pushing up the daisies. Yep, it's Alan Fred Titchmarsh. So what was the song that contained these lines? She just can't be chained to a life where nothing's gained or nothing's lost at such a cost. It was the Rolling Stones' Ruby Tuesday. That's all we have time for in this edition of the crazy, shorter-than-short podcast show. From me, Mike Kelly, take care and remember, you can always find the podcast by searching or shouting Mike DJ Kelly Podcast. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. Mike Kelly.